I'm your host, Devin, and uh, today we're just going to do the regular with uh, Adventureland Chat and the Tomorrowland Bugle, and we're also going to do Miscellaneous Matterhorn, where we talk about really everything, and uh, we actually have a special guest with us, uh, Caleb Lemon. Hello. And also, as you know, uh, Tommy. Hello. And Strolling. Hey. So... We're really happy to have you on the show, Caleb. Thank you. Uh, we're going to he- go ahead and move into the first segment, Adventureland Chat. Oh, goody! Shall we chat? Oh, yes. Let's. Okay, so I think you already know, but for Adventureland Chat, we just kind of talk for a little bit. So Yeah. I heard that you have a blog. Mm-hmm. Recently started. Yeah, what's it called? Um, it's the Disney Lemon. I am the Disney Lemon. Um, we do daily blogs, weekly. We do ride, review- ride reviews on Fridays and food reviews on Saturday. And we recently uploaded the 60th Disneyland Forever, Forever Fireworks Spectacular, and you can see that on our website. Cool. So what's uh, the U- URL? www.disneylemon.weebly.com Cool, we'll go ahead and put a link to that on our website. Um, Also, I heard that you just barely went to Disneyland and you were able to go and do uh, the Season of the Force. That was amazing. It was. Yeah, it was incredible. Wow, so like, what was the cool parts of it, like the cool aspects? Um, So the Season of the Force was basically celebrating Star Wars 7. Um, They had... A constant loop of Star Wars music going through the um, Tomorrowland area. Um, and the main attraction was Hyperspace Mountain, which many of you may know. But that ride was pretty amazing. Um, Industrial Lights and Magic worked with Disney to make that. And the projections on there are pretty awesome. I highly recommend it. Not overdone. Um, it's a great ride. It's just awesome. So. Cool. So they kind of use the same aspects and the same kind of like movie screens that they use in uh, uh, Ghost Galaxy, kind of, to project like TIE Fighters and Star Destroyers and stuff? So, what they did, I think, um, talks in my article, but um, what they did was added new project- projections, and these projections are very, very 4D-like. They look like you're they're popping out at you. You look like you're actually in a battle, and TIE Fighters are flying by you, and Rebel Ships... And it's it's fun, and my favorite part is when you're going up that second lift hill and you go into hyperspace, and that's amazing what they've done there. That sounds like a lot of fun. I just I just barely missed it when I went. <laughs> yeah, it was... Yeah, I hope they do it seasonally for December, but you never know. Yeah, I really hope they do. You want... Um, so about the... They remade the Adventureland with the... Uh, yeah, you said the Peter Pan, Peter Pan, that's and... That's not Adventureland. That's Fantasyland. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. That's what I said. <laughs> Fantasyland. 
sorry but the, the 60th yeah so. uh caleb did you did were you able to see the new rides in Fantasyland? yeah those rides were definitely upgraded a ton i i love peter pan's flight the new technology and lights they put in that it was kind of amazing sometimes i get teary teared up on that but <laughs> I, I really like what they were able to do in uh, Alice in Wonderland. Those, the Alice in Wonderland was definitely much better. I would highly recommend it. It was amazing. They had way much more stuff and projections. So if you ever get the chance to go to Disneyland, if Alice in Wonderland is 50 minutes, it's worth the wait. So Yeah. So what kind of things did they fix? Well, so for the beginning part when you're falling down the rabbit hole... Uh, instead of it was really lame before it was now they added like these kind of hologram movie screen things and then when you're going into the paint room scene like where the cards are painting the roses we're painting the roses red we're painting the roses red yeah there's paint splats everywhere so i think that's kind of fun yeah they definitely took it took the alice in wonderland animation in that yeah. I've never seen Alice in Wonderland, the cartoon one. Makes me very sad. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll watch all of those. <laughs> so, um, is that everything everyone has to say? Um, um, about the, the, uh, the Pinocchio one, the old Pinocchio one. Yeah, I don't think they really changed too much, did they? No, it was really the same. My my cousin, she always gets scared to go on it because of the part, like, when he's, like, all locked up and it's all dreary and stuff. Yeah. He, she, like, wants to cry and she's, like, 20. Couldn't blame her. She's, like, 20 <laughs> years old. <laughs> I remember my first time going to Disney World. I cried on the Bugs Life ride where the spiders the, came it's down. It's tough to be a bug. I'm not sure what it was called. I was very little, but I remember spiders coming down. They spraying fog everywhere, and I just started bawling, and I had to get off. It was scary. <laughs> I still get scared on that. That was pretty scary to me, too, in 2010. But, but when uh, when we last went, it was so stinking hot, and it was in the middle of, like, November, and it was so hot that... Just one day, we're just like, okay, we can't stand out in the hot anymore. So we just went over to Bugs Life, and we just stood right where the tunnel started, where all that cold AC air flows through. Yeah. We all stood there, we're like, and it's really cold in there, so we're just like, okay, we'll just go in there, and we'll just keep watching it through and through. But I hate that, because the part that I hate is when the hornets poke you in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole time... Because, like, we went on a loops, like, for five times. I would just be on my knees <laughs> the entire time. I didn't want to sit on the chairs. <laughs> to be honest, I haven't been on that attraction for five years. Because whenever we, for the last two years we've gone, it's been the good dinosaur preview or yeah, Big Cinderella. Hero 6. I'm like, they need to start adding it. It's just terrible how they just keep closing it. But it does hurt when those bugs, like, bump your butt and <laughs> it's just hurting. <laughs> I think that's what we'll call the episode, Bump Your Butt. (laughs) (laughs) A bug life. life. (laughs) But uh, do you guys have anything to share? Um, Just random thing. Sit in the front if you are on Space Mountain. 
it was the best experience ever on Space Mountain sitting in the front. <laughs> that is super true, especially any anything on Space Mountain. You want to sit in the front, but just the just the fast speeds of the air blowing on your face, it's so awesome. Oh, oh, fun <laughs> fact, you're actually not even going that fast. You're going like 30, 25 miles yeah, per hour. Yeah. And they just put strategically placed fans in certain places of Oh, and then and then um this one part of the place you think you're going to hit your head on one of the bars. It's so scary. You see, um, there are reviews that once you ride Space Mountain with the lights on, you never want to put your hands up again. I know. I I was riding uh, Big Thunder Mountain with my sister. And, you know, when when you come around the edge and it's almost at a tilt like a 90-degree tilt. Yeah. And my sister has her hands up, and it's almost going to hit the rock. I'm like, Alexa! And reach over and try to pull down her hands. For your safety, please remain safe with the hands on feet and legs inside the red at all times. <laughs> they have that for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> I would think so. Well, um, I think we'll go ahead and move into uh, the Tomorrowland Bugle. You guys okay with that? Yeah. Definitely. Hey, the Tomorrowland Bugle. Initiate countdown. And now, now, and now for the news. So, uh, for the Tomorrowland Bugle, we each have our own articles. You know that, right, Caleb? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so, uh, Sterling, you want to go first? Oh, wait, we started with you last time. Tommy, it's your turn this time. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> There has been brand new concept art of Disneyland's resort re-imaged riv- Rivers of America shared. Looks pretty cool. I've seen the pictures. I'm very impressed with it. Is that because of the new Star Wars land? They have to, like, resize the Rivers of America? Uh-huh, Somewhere? they have to make it smaller. Just, oh. Just so, you know, Star Wars land can fit in there. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be awesome. I know. For I'm excited for that. I'm, gonna... I'm the biggest Star Wars nerd ever. <laughs> We know that from the last episode. <laughs> uh, okay, you done with that, Archul? Yes. Yeah, so uh, you can find those uh, pictures on our website, tunedintown.com. But, uh, Caleb, how about you? You want to go? Okay. My article was from the Business Insider. It was a big hint about Disneyland Star Wars Land, Star Wars Land rides. And these are kind of incredible. Um Industrial Lights and Magic is working with Disney with these rides. Um, one of the rides that this Imagineer describes is taking you, taking riders to a battle between the evil First Order and the heroic resistance inspired by the record-smashing movie Star Wars The Force Awakens. When I think of this, I'm thinking of a motion simulator ride, sort of like Star Tours, kind of a sequel-ish. But So is this going to be placed in Star Wars Land, or is this yes. for the season of The Force? Uh, this is going to be placed in Star Wars Land, um, and when they have another ride, um, in fairness, this could also refer to Disney's park's forthcoming Avatar Land, Pandora, in Disney's Animal Kingdom. I know. Are are they completely replacing Animal Kingdom, or are they just adding on to it? They're adding it. They took out Camp Minnie Mickey, which was pretty useless, <laughs> but, um, and the one of the big rides they're going to have there is a Pirates of the Caribbean-inspired boat ride. And so when I think of that, I'm thinking of, like, going to the swamps of Dagobah and, you know, I don't know a lot about it, but they're keeping it really kind of secret, so. Hmm. 
Yeah, I'm excited to see what they'll have there. Do you think uh, they're going to have identical rides in both uh, Walt Disney World and Disneyland? Um, I don't know what Disney's Hollywood Studios is, especially with Toy Story Land being replaced there, but I'm thinking they might take out Pixar Place and some other places, but I'm, I'm not sure, but just following Walt Disney World, you know, like history, they'll probably do, so. Yeah. So I'm I'm really excited for Star Wars Land, to be honest. I'm just excited to see what they'll do there. But uh, Sterling, you want to? Or Tommy, you had something to say. I'll go there for the merchandise. <laughs> yes, great idea. You know, fifty dollar lightsabers. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Plastic made in China. Fourteen dollar <laughs> lightsaber churros. <laughs> yeah, talk about it. Yeah, prices will get, just sky boom. You know, when you can get like a you know ninety nine cents one at Costco, drive all the way to Disneyland, pay a couple hundred bucks to get in there and buy a fourteen dollar churro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they're gonna charge extra just to get into Star Wars Land? Uh, I don't. I don't think they would. Like a whole no. separate land, kind of. I don't know. Disney does like their money. Yeah. The- they- but, they, well, I guess they could if, like, like um, they could have a whole other land, but that would be crazy. That, yeah. Oh, adding a whole other land would change a lot. So things. what they did with Cars Land is they made uh, Radiator Springs Racers was an e-ticket attraction, so they automatically raised the price of that ticket. I don't think they'll, like, charge admission to Star Wars Land since they're a pop thing, pay one price. Um, But what a... Uh, I never really understood the whole E-ticket, D-ticket thing. Could you explain um, that to us? This, it's kind of hard to explain, but an E-ticket is, like, the attraction that costs lots of money and you need to, like, pay for it. Back in the day when they had the old ticket books, you could get into Disneyland for $1 and you just had to pay for the tickets to go on the rides. And, like, the Matterhorn Mountain was an E-ticket attraction. Latest thing, most expensive thing, best thing. So, by E-tickets, it's, like, the most popular kind of, Most like, popular, the, most expensive, yeah. yeah. So, what's... So, like, it starts out with an A and goes up to E? Yeah. Right? It, it started out with an A through D in the original oh. uh, 1955 opening. Okay. The, um, do you want to go ahead and go with your article, then? Yeah. Um, so... The buttons that they hand out at the beginning, like, when you come into, when you, like, sign it, uh, when you go to, into Disneyland, they have, like, the happy birthday pin. Oh, the celebration pins. Yeah, the celebration or pins. Or the buttons, sorry. Yeah, buttons. Um, like, the happy birthday ones that I'm celebrating, first visit, and, um, the happily ever after, happy anniversary, and just married are going to change. So, if you like the new ones and you want some then you're going to have to go in right now because they're going to change them soon because eventually they run out of all the ones that they have now. And uh, we have a picture of what they're changing them to on the website. So the the Happily Ever After ha- uh, uh, and Happy Anniversary and Just Married are all just going to go into a Happily Ever After one instead of having the three separate ones. Oh, that's that's cool. So if you want the original pins... Go now before they change them for the new year, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is everyone else done with their articles? I think so. Okay, I'll go ahead and go with mine then. Um, mine is uh, with it's with refers to the Shanghai Park that's opening in the spring, and it's uh, why Disney won't be taking the uh, 
magic bands that are very popular in uh, Walt Disney World. Uh, the reasons are is they want to try and keep up with them and keep them upgraded and updated. But just over the past year, they've spent over a million dollars or billion dollars just updating them and making them because technology just moves way too fast. So, um, so they came up with a, a new technology and it says, uh, guests will be able to use their mobile devices to enter the park. So instead of a wristband for fast passes and stuff, you can just use your phone, which I think would be kind of cool. Talk about hallelujah. That's awesome. <laughs> so you don't have to like walk to the fast pass place and like put in your card and get a fast pass. Yeah, but in Walt Disney World, they have the uh, wristbands where you'd buy like you'd buy the wristband, you get like six fast uh, passes. You'd have to reserve your um, your ride you wanted to go on. I think it's a great system, but it could have been way much better. Yeah. I think that we'll see how it goes with this whole phone thing, but I, I think know. it'll go great. Yeah, unless you don't have a phone like me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sterling is a loner with phones. Is it just any type of phone, or is it has to be a smart, or does it have to? Be I'm a pretty. Smartphone? It probably will be a smartphone. Um, yeah, that's my guess. Yeah. Um, so I think we're done with the Tomorrowland Bugle. Let's go ahead and move into uh, Miscellaneous Matterhorn. <laughs> Okay, so today in Miscellaneous Matterhorn, we're going to uh, do a little kind of review, and this is the part where uh, in our title it says tips, tricks, reviews, and everything Disney. We're going to focus on that everything Disney part, and we're going to go back to opening day and or a little bit past opening day where we're going to talk about extinct attractions. <laughs> so uh, Caleb is a really big fanatic with Disney, but mostly a really big fanatic with Extinct Attractions. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Love them. Um, extinct Attractions really do make the Disneyland Park what it is today. We learn from them, and it's hard to believe, but not all of the Disneyland rides were great. Um, do you want to talk about some, you know? or Sure. Uh, like I said, it's Adventures Through Inner Space and... yeah. The Gummy Bear Ride. Gummy Glen. Oh, Gummy Glen. That's the name Motorboat of it. Motorboat Cruise. <laughs> See, I told you. He's awesome with this stuff. But um, what are some of your favorites? I have to admit, I wish Adventures Through Inner Space was still there. If they take out Inventions, which they already have. For Star Wars Launch Bay, right? Yeah, and they made it a superhero HQ, I think. Oh. But... Uh, for Marvel, but I think they should put innovations back there, or maybe even Adventures Through Inner Space, because that ride really started from the Haunted Mansion, and then it turned into Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters and Ariel's Undersea Adventure with the whole on the mover thing, and I think that was great. Yeah. Um. Do you, also with the whole Omni Mover. Uh. So. Adventures Through Inner Space was the first place where they were invented, right? Um. Actually, I think it was. I'm not sure if this is right. I'm sorry. I know this is weird, but I think it was the Haunted Mansion that got him first just because it was, you know, being tested. I'm not sure. 1969, I think it opened. But um, I think that's how um, the Haunted Mansion probably started it all. 
Oh. Um, I read some books, and uh, it says that um, because Walt Disney was there for Adventures Through Inner Space, and Haunted Mansion didn't open until six years after he died. Like I said, I'm not sure. I'm sorry, but um, I'm going to have to look into it. But um, I do know that the Omni Mover was both in Adventures Through Inner Space and the Haunted Mansion, and that's mm-hmm. how things got started. Cool. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to, like, so that the Adventures Through Inner Space was at the part where uh, Buzz Lightyear is now? Astro Blasters? Yes, I think it was. Actually, no, it was in the Star Tours yeah. area. So, uh, what about, like, the people mover? Because you still see the tracks and, mm-hmm. you know, you see the carts hidden everywhere, you know, in Tomorrowland. So, what do you think they're going to do with that? Um, the people mover is just so old, but I wish it was still there. Um, a well-succeeded system has started in Walt Disney World. Um, it's still there today, and people love it. Short line. I think it'd be great. But it just sort of died off. I mean... It would have been there, but until Rocket Rods came, and that was a failure. <laughs> I know. So Rocket Rods, you want to explain that to them? Yes. All right. So Rocket Rods sort of pioneered the future for Walt Disney World's Test Track and Radiator Springs Racers. As you know, you're sitting in a car, and you're on a track, and you like zoom off, and you're all in a car. This was sort of on it. They kept the old People Mover track up there, but they had these five-passenger sort of weird black colored futuristic cars i guess you could say notice my quotation marks but um these cars were described as the highway to the future on the attraction poster and they were excuse me for my language but crap i mean (laughs) they were terrible every single like you know they kept breaking and um it was oh, we're hopping out of the car. <laughs> no, no, no suicide. <laughs> Not like the old Skywire. That was terrible, but um it just it kept breaking down in the summer of 2000. I mean, people came to Tomorrowland, they're all like, "Oh, what a great day. Is that a broken ride? Disney's not supposed to do that. I'm going to sue him. Where's Walt Disney, you know, sort of thing." Yeah. But it just kept breaking and you know, evacuations, like, every three hours, you know, when the ride closed down. I mean, and they were super loud. There wasn't really any meaning to them at all, but it just sort of like, yay, walking through the gateway, and then... And then you just stay there for another, like, 20 seconds. They only went 20 miles per hour, but... They went 20 miles per hour, but when they went around curves, they just slowed down, and the rocket rods eventually closed, and I think it was summer 2003 or 2001, but yeah, it was just terrible. Yeah, well, I'm happy that they got those down with Test Track and Radiator Spring Mm -hmm. Racers. Those are much better. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, do you have another one, another favorite? Um, I, I, I would love to see this ride, but, you know, sometimes it's good they took it out. The old Skyway. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> this ride was pretty amazing. Um, it was actually made from a German-Sweden company, I think, that inspired the Disney all-the-way monorail system, I think. But, um, it went through the Matterhorn. I'd wish to see that. Um. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. Do you think you could have been able to see the Yeti? Once she went um, through, do you think they positioned it just right? 
I don't know it was added. I think it was added in 80-something, but um, the old Skyway ride was amazing. I mean, I'm glad they don't have it up today because if you went right through the Matterhorn, it just, you know, lose the effect of it's not a mountain, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, also, with, connected to that Skyway station, you can, I mean, not the with the old Skyway, you can still see the old Skyway station Fantasyland, right? Yes, you can still see it. Um, it's in, isn't it Fantasy Fair, or? No, it's, um, right beside the Casey Jr. Circus train. Oh, yeah. Um, I've only seen it once in my life. There's, like, a little stone pathway. I know, I've wanted to sneak up there <laughs> yeah. and look. But watch out for Disney security guards. You never know. <laughs> we we don't advise you to do that. We yes. could get in big trouble, but don't bring <laughs> selfie sticks either. I saw someone get written up for that and it was it was an interesting day. Lots of entertainment. <laughs> um also, uh moving on to extinct attractions, you have a book here, right? Yes. What is that called? The Disneyland Encyclopedia. I know. The, it says here, the unofficial, unauthorized, and unprecedented history of every land, attraction, restaurant, shop, and major event in the original Magic Kingdom. Is that where you... Would you... would What what can you find in this book? I mean, it looks... It's massive. This is the Disneyland Park, not DCA. If you're a DCA fan, don't get this book. You'll be majorly disappointed. Does make some references to it. This book is like the Disneyland Bible... So, <laughs> or as Strolling calls it, the Holy Bible, the Holy Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but it has every single attraction ride that was here in the Disneyland Park, and some that never even opened or never got built. Just an idea. So just concept art. Just stuff. concept art. Yep, there's concept art. Um. So I think that's all the time we have for today. Or do you have something else? No, nope, I'm good. Well, thanks, Caleb, for coming, and uh, thanks, Tommy and Sterling, and um, you can, again, find everything that you want on our website at tunedintown.com. You can catch up with our recent podcasts. You can find them on iTunes, and if you want to go to Tuned in Town, you can uh, find all the full news articles, including the pictures and stuff. And uh, we'll have a link to Caleb's website. And uh, so here, Caleb, on Tuned in Town, we end. No, I don't wanna... <laughs> we end it by asking our guests three questions. Are you ready? Shoot. <laughs> so one, what Disney character would you be? Grumpy. <laughs> the dwarf. The dwarf, yes. <laughs> I am described by that by my siblings. I can see that. Yes. <laughs> um, also, the second question, uh, uh, what's your favorite thing about Disney? Detail, I guess. Every ride is something special to me. Yeah. See, when I grow up, I want to be a Walt Disney Imagineer, and Same. I want to yeah. be that person who adds all those little things in there. Yeah, and designing the rides and making the models. That's just something that's, you know, not work, but you get paid for it. Playtime. Playtime. Yeah, grown-up playtime. And the last question. If you had to ride a Disneyland ride for 24 hours non-stop, what would it be? Small World. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Wow. (laughs) Alright, listen. I will not judge, but... (laughs) 
Sorry for my raising voice. Small World is a legitly good ride. It is terrible. so nice. Terrible. <laughs> Especially the holiday version. I think multiple of those dolls have, like, quit their job <laughs> because of all the singing and terrible things that have happened. The only complaint that I'd have is the music. He ringing that through my mind for 24 hours would make me go crazy, but I think, if I think that's already Disney happened. Ride, it would. <laughs> yeah, every Disney ride has a soundtrack, but it's a nice, gentle cruise, and you can fall asleep, and yeah, it's nice. It's a small world after all. It'd get kind of creepy, but it's a good ride. You guys should appreciate it way more. What were you doing last night? You don't want to know. <laughs> Well, I think that wraps it up for us, but uh, as always, we end with a quote from Walt Disney. We are not trying to entertain the critics. I'll take my chances with the public. Thanks for tuning in.